An official Rad Dad tripod. The man, the myth, the legend, the new father is back. Joe, welcome. How we doing? How, do we feel any different? I feel different because I'm I'm having to adjust my sleep schedule to a you know a four day old child, which he's much better at that sleep schedule than I am currently. But uh, but other than that, man, it's been it's been cool. You know, you you don't. Uh, it, it still isn't quite um, real, I guess, in a way. It's like they give you this human, and they're like, you know, take it home and do whatever. But it's not terrifying. It's, uh, it no really sense. is. It's like, like I feel like you should have to like go through a training course and get like a license at the hospital, but they don't do that. They just make sure the car seat's good, and then they're like, here you go, you can head on home now. And it's like, yeah, okay, yeah. I guess this is going to work out. But you, you spend one night supervised with the baby, you take this home and don't kill it. <laughs> like what the fuck. <laughs> Did you have the car seat ready to go in the car? Yeah, I'd put the car seat nice. in uh, last week. So I was I was actually ahead of the game on that. Um, and then everything else has been pretty smooth. I mean, it was um, it was a C-section, so everything in there was pretty smooth. Um, yeah, we were, what, two nights it in the hospital. scheduled C-section, correct? It was scheduled for the 22nd. Um, but we went to the doctor that morning of the 18th and they just said, Hey, fluids are getting a little bit low, blood pressure's getting kind of wonky. You know, let's go ahead and let's pull the trigger on this, which was good for me because now I've got, you know, a, a son that was born on my birthday. So a little bit easier to keep up with. Um, also shares your they, entire name. So yeah, it also has my entire name, just a different last last little mark on there so what do we call him you call him whatever you want to call him i said triple j that's already taken uh, that that i'm sure he'd be fine with it i mean i know that like all like the a group of like the nieces and the nephews call him uh baby jj so they're just one j off they're going from cocomelon that's why they're yeah. doing that don't do that what is it cocomelon you don't it's cocomelon that's as much as you need to know that's all you need to know. Just it stay rules. away. It rules. No. My don't son said it tonight, and I said, no, that's a bad word. <laughs> it's a terrible show. But they got a teacher in there. Her name is Appleberry, a.k.a. Miss Applebottom. <laughs> she rocks. <laughs> Just all good. you need to know, Joe, Coco Melon and Blippi, those are no. Those are non-starters. No go? Terrible. What's the, what's the go? What's the... Uh, well, for me, I think... The goat, and I don't think it's even close, is Bluey. We had to. I remember Amanda one time when she was doing the cookie stuff in uh, Virginia. She had to make like Bluey cookies multiple Perfect. times for like kids' birthday parties. Bluey is the shit, undeniable, Ooh. and it and it's also like very relatable and like good for parents too. Like it's not yeah. just a kid show. Gotcha. Um, so and and it's like good because like the parents in it are not like perfect show parents like they're yeah. they're pretty uh, flawed and they have their moments. Um, I like the pickles. What's that? The Rugrats. Oh, the kids or the parents. We fired no. that up the other day and I forgot all about. 
everything about that show. But yeah, no, it's been uh, it's been pretty incredible. It was a, a cool weekend. It was kind of nice that um, um, Amanda's mom got in the day afterwards. So we've had kind of plenty of help at the house, things like that. We've been able to, you know, both get out of the house a little bit, kind of away from everything to kind of decompress, which has been super nice. Um, I think York, <laughs> York probably like when I got to when we went out yesterday, like that first, you know, talk about like good beers. Like that first beer was a was a good oh. beer. It was a it was a really good beer. Did so, you drink it? Did you drink it in the hospital? No, 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 no. Dang. I drank it. Uh, I drank it. In, um, we went to Huey's and Olive Branch just uh, to get out of the house for a little while, and uh, it was a little draft in Onda, and it was um, it was pretty delicious. Pretty delicious. I ordered vodka soda, and she held the soda for some reason. Let's just do. She just poured, yeah, she just poured straight vodka. Well, I asked for, I'm just saying it was just, it was Why don't you do a straight box. Do a, do a good East nasty. Come on now. It was a heavy, heavy handed pour. Joe, what was your wife's first drink? Uh, mountain water from high wire. Ooh. All right. Yeah. The beer for nice. your seltzer friends, what they call it. I think it's really good. Though. It's, I love it. It's actually really good and refreshing. It is good. What's been the like the best and worst unsolicited advice you've gotten from people? Like, what's been like one that you're like, oh, that's good, and then what's been one like in your head you're like, what a fucking idiot? <laughs> I just I, I think that you know there hasn't been any bad advice necessarily quite yet. I, I will say the the doctor um, took him to the the doctor for the first time this morning for like that first checkup and things like that. And I'm looking at everything and, and mentioned something that one of our moms had said, and she's like, no, that's actually, you know, good grandma advice. She goes, there's a lot of bad grandma advice, but this is good grandma advice. So there's that, but we really haven't gotten anything, you know, too out of left field lately. You know, it's kind of one of those things to where it's more of the balance of with both grandmothers here, like, if possible, he would be in somebody's arms like 24 seven. And it's like, well, hold up. Like, let's put him in the bassinet. Let's let him kind of get used to, you know, being in there without somebody holding him or touching him or things like that, which is, it's just hard. You've got two grandmothers here that, you know, love him to death. And then when I was there for four hours yesterday, the baby was never in a bassinet besides a change diaper. Yeah, exactly. So we had to kind of have that conversation of, you know, we, we, We've got to kind of start setting up some routines here and things like that, but they're awesome. You know I mean? They've both been super helpful and, and, you know, listen to what we were saying and consider it and things like that. So Joe um, walks by and he goes, goes, mom, the baby, you can put the baby in the best net. She goes, I know I can just holds, holds onto the baby. Like she you walks in like body yesterday. Yeah. She walks in and like, you know, he's sitting in the bassinet and she's like, why aren't you holding him? I'm like, cause you like, because he's not going to be held 24. Like, that's not how the world that, That's Yeah, that's that's why they get very, very codependent. Yes. So uh, working through that. But they've been, they've been awesome. Like I said, we've been lucky to kind of have both of you know, both of them here kind of the weekend. York, great help. You know, brought Amanda her uh, traditional after surgery uh, angel food smoothie king uh, smoothie. So very excited for that. You know, that was his ticket uh, to injury. Here in, in uh here and lady fell in love with each other. Yeah. York almost found his future wife at the, uh, at the hospital. She actually set him up like on a T like, I mean, literally said, I will give you my number. Give me a second and then ask me again. And York just completely whiffed. I mean, I did whiff. looked like a, I felt like I was going, I was doing too many jokes. 
She liked the joke. The nurse. No, this yeah, it was like the, 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 the uh, came to do the hearing check. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, where they put the 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 dope like thing on their head. Yeah, it was wild. The big headphones, those like beats. Yeah. So she comes in there, and then I walk um, over to Amanda. I said, Amanda, I just want to th- say you have been a fantastic surrogate for me and Joe. So we really appreciate everything you've done. And Amanda's just like, like, it's just going. Oh, this is my baby. This is my baby. <laughs> uh, so how many nights were all in the hospital? Uh, two nights. So we're did there. you ever have a nurse walk in on you taking a dump? No, I did not have that. Oh, that happened to me first go around. I did always kind of worry about it because that, was, that, that door doesn't lock, and you're like, well, so I would tell Amanda, I'd be like, hey, if somebody comes in here, they don't need to come in the bathroom. So the first, the first kid. My wife was in labor for, I think, I want to say 38 hours. Oh, and then it eventually got to the point where it was like, all right, you can keep pushing and we'll keep trying. Or like we can give you the epidural. And then she was like, no, give me the epidural. So at this point, like I was like right there at the bedside, like, come on, we got this. And then like when they finally like she decided to go with that. I was like, okay, good, because I have to take a shit. So I was like, I'm going in there. Don't tell anybody I'm in there. Or I was yeah. like, tell tell somebody I'm in there. Yeah. And um, and so obviously she's she forgets whatever she's doing a lot of stuff. And so mm-hmm. I'm in there and I'm just on my phone, just handling business. And then the nurse like swings it open, and then she just goes, oh, I'm so sorry. And then I d- didn't even check up. I didn't even look up for my phone. I was like, you're good. And then like just they're, they're, they're nurses. They've seen everything before. Oh, like dude, they've, yeah. they've seen way worse. But yeah, at that point, I'm like, they're working. I'm just here. Yeah. I, it doesn't bother me. Like that was the that was the funny thing. The realization of when they're prepping everything for the C-section, this and that, they're kind of giving me my instructions. You kind of realize like, oh, they don't like they let us in there as dads, but they don't want us in there. Like we're just a liability that's hanging around like. If if they have the opportunity to say, oh, you know what, actually, because this happened, you're not in here, they would take that in a heartbeat. They're like, we don't want you, bud. Yeah, I mean, it was I mean, everybody was pretty cool. And honestly, like the first room we were in, or I guess it was the like pre-birth, it was like uh, it was funny because like JT and 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 Cody came up there because they brought us food when we first got there. And um, they hung out for a little bit. And, dude, it was like a corner room. Yeah. That place, you could have fit four beds in there. And you know how big those beds are. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was a massive room. So, like, there was plenty of space for me to, like, go sit on the couch, get out of the way. and um, But, yeah, like, that, that's a good way to put it. Like, you're, <laughs> you're a liability while yeah. you're in there. It's, it's like, just, dude, just... Like I was not even like there were a couple times where I made some dad jokes when they were like saying some things and I would like be on the other side of the room and I'd be like, are you sure? And then they would kind of look at me like, the fuck did you say? And I'm like, I'm, I'm kidding. Relax. Like, I'm just I'm just I'm not even here. I'm not like, even here. I can give you a sedative and you don't even know it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, it's great. Like it's a. um it's it's like the uh, I'm trying. There, there's no other like, I and mean, I guess like when you first start driving, like when you're like 16, 
it's like an exciting, overwhelming, yeah, but like scary feeling. Yeah, we're like, oh, I'm finally doing it. Like, I'm this is, I'm so terrified, but I'm so excited. Like, that's how being like, kind of like being a dad is. Like, when you leave and you like put the kid in the car seat and then strap them in, and then you get in the car before you put it in drive. You're like, look to your wife and you're like all right here we go like that's like and like leaving leaving baptist you know baptist east like that campus like do you take wait do you get on like 385 and 240 or like what do you do so we went we went wolf river to kirby to quince to oh uh, so you did riverdale y'all did og baptist east no we did it was the women's hospital like on the back side yeah okay campus but Baptist East, okay. Yeah, yeah. Gang, gang, same hospital. What up? Yeah, like one of the one of the Jesuits came over from Christian Brothers, and they were like, "Hey, just want to let you know, like you can go to high school here, you know." <laughs> hey, you guys want to apply? Just go and get tried, the ball. They tried rolling. to hit him with a ruler, like right away. I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't hit him!" Like, hey, have you seen the Brothers Development Center over here? Yeah, dude. A lot of famous people at Baptist East: Megan Fox, Justin Timberlake. Oh. Oh, just to name a few. Megan York, Fox you? for real? Yeah. <laughs> no shit. York, were you Baptist East? What were you? Uh, St. Francis. I was Baptist East. Michael was Baptist East. So York's an MUS guy. Oh, yeah, he's MUS. You're a mussy. I'm back where my back where my stomping grounds are. Non-denominational bullshit. <laughs> or would you? Or would, nah, York would have gone to Ridgeway. Oh. Roadrunners, baby. You and Pierre Niles just dominating the basketball court. <laughs> this York, York and uh and Jalen Walton. Two-headed yeah. monster in the backfield. Good that where um Jarnell Stokes went. Jarnell Stokes went to Hamilton. Yeah. But Will Hudgens went his, to Ridgeway. Maybe his brother went to Ridgeway. Who was his brother? Um Isaiah Stokes, the kid that went to Florida, then came to Memphis. Uh, He's a monster. A quick search here, Isaiah Stokes. Did you you miss that, Joe? Did you hear me? What? Will, Will Hudgens, Hudgens went to Ridgeway. Oh, Will Hudgens! Heck yeah! Isaiah well, Stokes finished at IMG Academy. So I he might have gone to Ridgeway. I feel as if Ridgeway used to be a lot better at sports than what they. Are currently. Well, I mean, dude, their football team that is the the program that ended my high school career. They had uh Jolie Dunn was there for a second, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> they had uh Aaron Crawford was the running back that when we lost to them in the quarterfinals. Yeah, they had some dudes, out. man. The X yeah. the X Man's youngest son. Yeah. But it was fine. I'm, I'm one and one against that family because we beat the shit out of his older brother when he was at Cordova. York, do you ever think about like what would what your life would be like if you like would have just stayed where you lived at and you would have gone to what Kirby High School? Kirby Cougars, baby. Go Cougs. Probably my dad used to from. play. My dad used to play pickup basketball at that gym. I don't know if you ever went to their original gym. He actually did the uh, Cougar artwork on the wall. Oh, oh, cool. Um, it's very safe school, dude. Remember, like back in the day, Kirby used to always like have a smashed up car outside, and it'd be like, "Don't drink and drive." 
Mm-hmm. I'm always wild. Because I would have grown, because I would have gone to the same elementary school as you, because I was on Village Park. But we moved. Where would you have gone? I would have gone to Crump Elementary. Hell yeah. We moved. We moved to Olive Branch by the time I was going to school. So I was 12 years in Olive Branch. Smooth didn't show up that picture either. Those fuckers wanted us to show up at school like 630 (laughs) for a 12-year senior picture. I was like, nope. I ain't doing that. Fuck no. I do not give that much of a shit. All these people know who I am. They know I went to school with them for a long do I still time. Get, do I still get a diploma? All right, good. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Um, we got to talk about it because it basically dominated Twitter all Sunday and Monday, most of the day. Um, I... I'm shocked that Morgan Wallen did not power through. I mean, is it is it confirmed like what people are saying about it? I mean, I'm pretty sure he was just too banged up from Saturday night and couldn't go. But, but if you're that banged up and you can't make it to the end of the day, I wonder if he got his ass kicked. Like, you don't even come out and say anything? I mean, the rumor is that he was just too fucked up. Well, but I mean, my thing is... whole album about being sober. I mean, I don't think he ever said he was sober. He just... At least he called it down a couple times. I think think we can can confirm now that he isn't. Yeah. Well, don't... I mean, and, and I understand that, like wouldn't be something that's done constantly, but don't most of these artists have like backing tracks and stuff like that that are played like maybe during certain moments of their concert. Like that's what blows that's, my mind. He couldn't even come out there and like give it like a little bit of an effort with like maybe a little bit more of like well, dude, a backing track or something. Okay. Here's, here was, here's what I was saying. And I don't know if I said this to our text group, but I was telling somebody else, if he had just come out there and just been like, Hey, Y'all, I got fucked up Saturday night. I love Oxford. This place is awesome. You guys have so much fun. Blah blah blah. I'm gonna. I'm not feeling 100, but I'm gonna power through, and we're gonna keep. We're we're gonna keep the party going. If he had just done something like yeah. that, yeah. and then just lip synced, everybody would have been perfectly fine with it. Nobody would have been like, oh, the concert was good, but like he didn't sing. Like nobody would have given a shit. But that's, like, yeah, that's why. That's weird. Like that's why I think it's something more than just you know he's hungover. I I don't know. I was because I, I, look, I saw the pictures like on Saturday, and it looked awesome. Crowd was huge. Weather was great. Weather was perfect. I, I didn't I didn't know anybody that went to the actual show, but like people in Oxford were like, you know, hey, like everybody said it was great. The stadium, like the whole setup, because look, Ole Miss is notorious for just fucking shit up, and they said that it went off without a hitch, like. Everything was great. And I was like, cool, like that'll be great for the for the town and for the school. Like they can get, you know, more concerts in the future. Um, so that was like the biggest bummer for me. Like, not that I care about people that couldn't go on Sunday. Like, that is a bummer, but like it happens. I mean, we 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 were supposed to see Garth a couple summers ago and a storm happened and then he canceled. Yeah. He never came back. I've heard that story like a ton. It happened. Like Garth's concert. Well, and, and my thing is like, 
even if he would have just come out and said, Hey, you know, we'll try to work out something where, you know, by the end of my tour or something, I come through and play at the pavilion or something like that, you know, I'll make another appearance in this area. I mean, just, I mean, well, that's, he did the, he did the free show in Nashville to like kick off the tour. Yeah. He needs to come back and do another free show. Well, that's, and that's my thing. It's kind of just, or just honor the tickets everybody had. Yeah. And it's, and it's right. We refund. Well, he's, yeah. You're getting refunds, but yeah, I mean, it, it should be like, Hey, sorry, this is on me. Like I'll, I'll come back at a later date. And I mean, I feel that if you, if you do this and the venue was Madison square garden or the venue was the crypto.com arena or something like that, then I feel like canceling on those folks is one thing, but like he did a major concert in North Mississippi where there's probably some people that went to that concert that like, this was their, like, this was their yearly thing. Now, whether that's a smart decision or not, I mean, could be debated, <laughs> but this was their yearly thing. They aren't going to go to, you know, orange beach this year or something, you know, this was going to be their thing. So you understand the disappointment of it. And, you know, I think, uh, was it Bunky Perkins tweeted at Bass Drum of Death? And they were like, how quick can you get to Vaude Hemingway? You know, just have something going on. But it does kind of suck for those reasons. Yeah, I mean, I saw a bunch of people that were like, yeah, like, that. you know, I got my daughter these tickets for Christmas. And, like, this yeah. was our trip with our family. Like, there were people that said they drove in from Tampa. Which my thought was, is Morgan Wallen not going to perform anywhere close to you to where yeah. you could go there? I think he's playing in Tampa. Yeah, like okay, whatever. Like that's that's a bummer. I get that, but I just yeah, wanted I mean, to see him at the vault. I wanted to lock it before we before we sang, uh, you know, fucking cowgirls or whatever. Um, and I mean, yeah. you know, fault of those people too for not getting in a day early and watching the best baseball team in America play. <laughs> that's I, a friend of mine was like, as soon as he canceled. Which I feel like that was the biggest thing. So that sh- that to me is evidence that he was hungover and he was trying to power through because they knew that he wasn't going to be. If it was vocal cords, they would have known early in the day. Yeah, and they could have told everybody. But I had a buddy that was like, "Dude, they should have like." So apparently, beers were eighteen dollars, <laughs> and mixed drinks were twenty. And I was like, "Dude, they should have cut those prices in half," and then like put on, you know, I don't know, the fucking last three innings of the national championship game for baseball on the Jumbotron and just let people just get hammered and have fun. Or, you know, put on a you know, put on a, you know, insert football game here and just yeah. put it on the Jumbotron, you know, whatever. Like call DJ Mario. Hey, I know you're about to set up at the library, but like come over here. Like just anything to just like let people do something, but what were, uh, did anybody hear like what the covers were this weekend down at like the library and stuff? I'm sure they were just gouging the shit out of people. Oh, I, I didn't hear, but yeah, I'm sure it was probably $60 at least. Jesus. But, um, all right. So looking at the docket here, uh, York, you want to, you want to run through the, uh, the international shout outs we got. We got some oh, yeah, uh, we yeah, got yeah. some new listeners. Well, we've had Poland for what, a week or so. 
Shout out to our episode 13 that started off with a good polling. Shout out to Anthem. the polls. Have, has, have any of those people reached out to you, the polls? No, but what's, the funny, poll? what's funny about that is like the next day, we have a uh, light towers that are, they say Wanko, and you think they're Wanko, but they're actually Wonko. Wonko. W-A-N-C-O. Because it's in, got a thing over the N. I don't think it does. That'd be Wonko. That'd be Wonko. 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 But no, so he calls, he's like, yeah, I'm your uh, Wonko dealer. I'm just making sure you got those light towers, how... Uh, I think it was good to go with those. I was like, yeah, for sure. I said, oh, so it's Wonko. It's not Wanko. He goes, yeah, it's a company out of Poland. I said, really? Happy to know a few polls. <laughs> sounds mm. like sounds mm. like an advertising opportunity. <laughs> Interesting. Um, but no, then we got a uh, next one was out of nowhere. Taiwan. Taiwan. Two Taiwan listeners. Great manufacturing company mm. or country now. Great manufacturing. Also, yeah, how do you yeah. spell Taiwan? Is it T A I W A N or is it T? Yeah. I think it has two I's randomly, doesn't it? Probably. No, it's T A I W A N. Oh. And the three out of Canada, all from Alberta. Hell yeah, baby. Calgary. Next. Shout out. World. Shout out, Maddie Matheson. Shout out, Stampeders. Shout out, Shout Ryan out Reynolds. And Phillip. Justin Bieber. The Beebs. Dylan Brooks. Sorry. No, we can shout at him. I'm going to shout Dylan Brooks. He's fine. He's fine. He's from Regina. The name is Regina. Can we can we stop with the thing that, like, well, Dylan Brooks talks shit, so that's why the Lakers beat him so bad. They're professional basketball players. They want to win a game. That had nothing to do with Dylan Brooks running. Well, if you, if you, get, if you get rid of the first quarter, we won the game. So, Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, Technically, the, game on, the game is on right now as we're recording this, and the Grizz are down four, but, like, that game got a little tight there late for the Lakers. Like, Ja went on a heater, and it, it was never, like, in question or in doubt, but, like, they cut it to, what, eight at one point? Yeah, eight. He had a three yeah. uh, that rimmed out that so was cut to five. Right now, as we record this, the Grizzlies cannot hit a bunny to save their life. Which is awesome. They're only down, they're only down six, so. Either would be kind um, of if they were hitting bunnies. Uh, so York and I. They, too, they, went, they kept just taking threes, trying to shoot themselves back into the game, and just gave up trying to run an offense. Until Joe was just like, give me the ball, I'll holler at you. Get out of the way. Can I throw an audible here? And can you tell us the story about the call you got Saturday morning from the Memphis Police Department? <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh, I didn't even update you on this shit. No, you didn't. All right. So we got a call from the Memphis Police Department. What a two segue. Vo- two voicemails. And uh, this is a collect call from the police. 201 Poplar. It's like, oh, God. No, so it was, uh, he goes, this is Sergeant something something with the Memphis Police Department. And, um, one of your machines, it looks like a forklift, is blocking the street over at um, Inez and Douglas. I, Inez and Douglas at Orange Mount. <laughs> Apparently, it was stolen last night off a job site and went through and hit a bunch of cars <laughs> on the side of the street. <laughs> I'm just sitting there going, oh my God. So this is how I get to spend my Sunday. So then, like, I call back or whatever, and they tell me that, hey, we talked to the superintendent, got it all taken care of. That's all well and good. I was like, okay, good. That's awesome. So this morning, 
we go over to check the machine out. And of course it's fine, but I get two calls from different ladies who have totaled cars and they want to know what I'm going to do about it. I said, I got to take my kids to school. What am I supposed to do? I said, um, well, so we, we rent those machines and like, we, we, I know about it. Did you fire a police support? She goes, yeah, I did. I said, that's all you can do right now. I said, you yeah. do that. I said, I don't, I'm doing the same thing you're doing. Like I'm involved with it. Um, I said, it was on rent to someone, you know, at I'm here down the street. Like I was, you know, I'm here. I'm him. <laughs> Just give him the site supervisor's cell phone. Like, oh, call this guy. No, I mean, that's, that's what they had to do. They had to, you know, I didn't hear back from them, thank God, but I just told her, I was like, I, I don't I don't know what you, I, you want me to come take your kids to school? Like, you could have done that. You need me to do. I really couldn't have, though, because I'm solo in the office. There's literally that would have been nice of you, though. It would have been nice. I could have sent Bernie. Don't, no, don't. Oh, God, no. He well, he can't go to wow. school, so. It's a terrible, yeah, he can't. It's school. For like 100 feet? Um. <laughs> what about, so you're doing the fence, not in the fence. <laughs> <laughs> I told you to hold the story for the show. You're you're getting into it, and I was like, I gotta I gotta save this. So you were at a watering hole. I was too I was too dressed down to go to Moon Dance, which is what I, I thought. You looked pretty good yesterday. <laughs> I, I, I think I looked really good yesterday. No, yeah, like, you yeah. found a hoodie and everything, but but the yo, fascist, yo, the, you, the Nazi fascist at Moon Dance, don't let you in without a collar. <laughs> no collar, no <laughs> fascist. But I feel like if Fuck I went there, they'd probably say it was fine. You know who else Someone. made you wear a collar? Hitler. Made you wear Stalin. a collar. Mussolini. Lenin. The list goes on, Adam. <laughs> Churchill. 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 I just know he's not from here. Different kind of fascist. You know, you need York. This is the perfect time because you're 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 big, you know. We all know you're a big Belfast cowboy guy. You're 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 big into the Morrison place. Um, I know you're. See, I've made these jokes over and over. It's a Van Morrison joke about Moon Dance. You need to keep that thing on you, and by keep that thing on you, I mean you need to keep a polo in the truck. So when you want to go to Moon Dance, you just throw it on. No, so a funny story. One of our old sales managers met me at Moon Dance one night while he was in town. And he was like, man, he goes, it says, it says there's a college shirt. I don't have a college shirt. I said, well, I probably got one. Do you want one of mine? He goes, no, I'm just going to go in here and try. I mean, I don't look bad. I said, all right. So he goes in there and he tries to uh, say, hey, I, you know, I look, can I still come in? I said, well, you got to lose the hat, um, but we have shirts you can borrow. He goes, okay, cool. What? Yeah, so they had like some button downs and stuff that he could put on. So they gave him one. He goes, all right, it fits. Where- he walks in and he's got a button. I said, oh, good, you found one. And he tells me that how he got it. And I said, buddy? Your buttons are on the wrong side. I think you actually cross-dressed. They gave him a woman's button-down blouse. Was the brand mysterious? <laughs> we'll say mysterious. That's just a. It's was it's French or whatever he said. <laughs> There's no pockets European. on the pants. Well, it's European. It's a European cut. <laughs> it's got shoulder pads. What else? That was uh, so. Then every time a waitress or somebody walked by, I'm like, hey, can you confirm? Like, is this a woman's shirt? And they go, yeah, yeah, it is. I'm like, oh, Chris, that sucks. Man. All right, back, back. Anyways, to so I decide. I was like, I'm driving down Hacks Cross, and I'm like, all right, where do I go? I'm in a hoodie and pants and shoes. You know, I'm just running it through my head. I'm like, I can go to Half Shell, but 
trying to go somewhere that I might see people that I could, you know, conversate with and, you know, watch game and I want to eat too. So I uh, passed up on Half Shell, was not going to go to Buffalo's. You go to East End. I thought about East going to East End. Yeah. But I uh, felt Hooters like is right East there East. and you didn't get it. I, I don't like that Hooters. Because <laughs> one time I went to Hooters, that Hooters, and I went to pull on the um, handle. And the whole handle just came off the door. And like I try to like I, it back on there. And it's a brand new Hooters. The only Hooters that I it, that that I trust is the one on Goodman Road. Oh yeah, the Horn Lake Hooters. Because that was Wait, the one we went to when Mike Vick went for like sixty points in fantasy. And guess whose team he was on? <laughs> but yeah, also we go there, we go I, after trivia. Yeah, I also hate that Hooters because that used to be a Ruby Tuesday. And the Ruby Tuesday salad bar is the fucking shit. When was that a Ruby Tuesday? Ruby Tuesday <laughs> I mean, was up there. At, um, he's talking about was, the he's talking about the Winchester Hooters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, by the Sams. Yeah, not not no no not the one in Horn Lake. Yeah, I'm talking about the one in in, in Memphis. You got to be quick. You got to be able to keep up with this. Thought, we were talking about Goodman Road, and I was just I mean that because like, he's talking about TGI Fridays because that's down the street. Yeah. The Winchester one's been a Hooters for a while now. I mean, I I would go in like high school and like early college, but all right. So, so you're in, so you're in, I go in there and of course, like there's a bunch of like kind of families sitting at tables, but, but I go to the bars by myself and I'm sitting down and there's just one other guy. So it's, it's a horseshoe bar, you know? So then there's like one guy on the side of me here and I'm sitting here in the middle on this side and he's just sitting there just kind of as droopy and just on his phone. He's a little, he's a little toasty. Yeah. So then the white just come over there. So like, hey, are you good? He'll just go, hey. and then, <laughs> yeah. And then uh, finally, whenever he'd finish, he'd go, hey, man, man, hey, can I get a beer? Can I get another beer? And I'm just there going, oh fuck. And then all, then like I'm like, he's the last thing you want is to have to conversate. With I was him. like, he's gonna start talking to me because I'm the only one here. I happily wanted to put my AirPods in and just um, every now and then go, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. And just like say little responses like that. So we think someone on the phone, he's that he, gonna, listens, he looks at me and I go. He's going to do the thing where he, he leans over like the bar. He's going, hey. hey, hey, man. Hey, hey, what's your story? Like what, like, what do you, like, what do you even do in here, man? Hey, what's your hey, what's your poison, man? <laughs> no, when I walked in, I said I put my stuff down to like mark my spot. And I was gonna go to the bathroom and I said, Hey, uh, can I get a vodka soda? He goes, nuts. <laughs> I was like, Yes, <laughs> I went to the bathroom, I was like, I could just leave now and I don't have to deal with this shit. I would have just left my stuff at the bar and just walked I was right like, out. you know what, you can have it. <laughs> just I just leave on him. Can I get a vodka soda? Hey man. Hey what's yeah. up, man? That's what's up. He goes, no what's, a, a soda. what's an East Memphis boy like you doing in a place like this? <laughs> I said, buddy, you can't even spell Lululemon. I can barely spell it. <laughs> anyway, so then I'm sitting there and I'm watching they have all the TVs around the top of the bar. This is the longest story of all time. And finally, he comes over. He goes, he goes, hey, man, you, you, you catching these games today? I said, yeah, I watched this one, this one, this one. He goes, no, like, like the ones right now. And I said, um, yeah, so I'm watching that one because I got money on it. He goes, oh, well, so like uh, you got money on that one. And then I said, yeah, I said, I'm waiting on something for the Mets, whatever. He goes, yeah. He goes, the Jets will fuck you every time. 
And I was just like, oh, <laughs> correct. God. So then he like, he starts to gather stuff and I'm like, please, God, don't. And then, of course, he shimmies around the bar. He's got his Barstool Sports app with $59 in his account. And it was either that or 59 cents. I just saw how good, how good would it have been if it was $60? That would have been cool. Nice. But, of course, it wasn't. If, so you pro- if you land on $69 on the Barstool Sports betting app, you probably you get, a bonus. Like an, you get an extra, like, 20 Yeah. So this, yeah, so how long did this, happen. how long did this guy linger? Um, a good while. So he sits down there with his app. He goes, so like looking at these games, like what, what would you do? You know? And I was like, well, um, right now I'd take, who did Denver play last night? Why do I keep blanking on that? Denver played Minnesota. Minnesota. I said, I'll take Minnesota plus four. And I said, you might as well just, they're going to get, um, the Southern skin's getting a little bit tight. I said, you could probably take that with money line and be, you know, good to go. So as far as baseball, I said, I don't know what I'd touch right now. I said, cause I don't feel good about the Mets one. Um, and he goes, all right. So he goes, I put you up. I do that. I got $10. That was me 10 bucks. That's not bad. Right. I was like, yeah, man, go for it. So he does it. And turns out, I guess, I guess he won asshole. Um, but then he was just like, so he just kept talking to game. He just, you're just a good dude, man. This is one of those. I'm sitting there going, oh, my God. It's my food. Hey, man. I, ordered, I already ordered food. It wasn't there hey. yet. Hey, man. I, I like you, man. I like, you. I like your vibe, man. <laughs> you know what? We should, we we should hang business, out more. We should business together. <laughs> <laughs> what was his hey, we, was... hey, what are you doing tomorrow, man? <laughs> he you... told the lady, she goes, so when do you start your new job? He goes, tomorrow. <laughs> I was like, oh, my fucking God. <laughs> You're not nervous at all. <laughs> Hey man, hey, you want to go play like paintball or something? No, he asked her. He goes, he goes, hey, hey, or any, I don't remember the waitress's name, but he was like, are any, are any of your bays up and back there, like for the swing suite? And I was like, that's the last thing you need to fucking do is have a golf club in your hand. <laughs> like you're eating. Like they brought him out some leftover pizza that was made by accident, so they brought it out to him, and <laughs> he was like, hey, hey, it's not. It's, it's not cut. It's not cut. And she goes, is it cold? It's fine. I'll eat cold pizza. He goes, no, no, no. It's not cut. So the guy comes and brings him a pizza cutter to come cut it. And he just goes, all right, appreciate it. And he grabs the you pizza cut it cutter. Yourself, bitch. And I was like, oh, fuck. So then he like sits there and he tries to cut it. And he goes, man, I just, I mangled this entire thing. <laughs> so luckily I eat like three he puts his hand down on the pizza and you're like <laughs> why am I cutting these into trapezoids where is OSHA <laughs> so then I ate like probably half of my like probably two slices of my pizza I was like I get the rest to go and go and get my check <laughs> meanwhile she's over here these good people are ordering shots and she was like I'll take one right here and of course she's taking shots with them and I'm just like oh my god so what was the what was the moral of the story here? What'd you learn from this experience? If you go into a bar and there is just one other person sitting there, go into booth where no one can see you or leave. But why did you go there and not just Dude. go to Skybox? Adam Sandler courtside. I didn't go to Skybox because I was just at Skybox and there weren't really anybody there on Friday. And I don't know. I just I didn't want to go that far out of my way. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And then I looked up for still to see what time Air was playing. I was gonna go see that like late night. So they're closed on Sundays. What? Yeah. Wait, who is? 
the, the air was not showing on Sunday. They might not have been closed, but air was not showing on Sunday, but every other day. What theater? Or still. Damn. I know. That's Damn, a, that and that little shopping center though, that, that target underrated. It's a good target. It's pretty soft. Going through some renovations. I like the I like the Corks uh liquor store that's right there too. Yeah. But then there's a Forest Hill Grill. Dude. It's a good mellow mushroom right there too. Yeah, really, yeah. Me and Lucas went there and um, put together a whole Lego set. The uh the move in middle school and high school was you'd go to a movie at Forest Hill and then you'd walk over to Wendy's afterwards. Ooh. Grab a bite. What was um what was the Italian place that was in where Let It Flies at now? What was that place called? It was good. No, that wasn't that wasn't there. It was um Wait. Rizzo's. Rizzo's was right Rizzo's. there at the corner. And the corner. Yeah. I thought you were talking about where what is the soulfish? Yeah, soulfish. Yeah. Yeah. That was Coletta's, wasn't it? Mm. It was an Italian place. It was. I can't remember if it was Coletta's though. And Gus's um, was the bank. Yeah, Gus's is over there now. <laughs> they got a Mikos over there too. Got what? Mikos. It's like Jerry's, but it's the newer version. Mikos. They're doing uh they're building two other buildings right there too. They're shoving Mikos. 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 Greece. Or as I like to call it, home. <laughs> Oh man. Um all right. Doc it. Let's let's get into it. Um uh, showing Adam Sandler. He's just there like neutral. Like he's a Knicks fan, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I I guess you're just living in LA, so you're just like, oh, I'll just get courtside. We had that I debate guess. yesterday, like, is it uh would you rather be courtside at a Lakers game or courtside at a Knicks game? Yeah, like what's the better like celebrity mm. buy? We both said New York. Jesus Christ. We said New York because people actually are there to probably watch basketball and engage in basketball. We're there with LA um, that just really want to be on TV. More. Yeah, I mean, it depends on what you want because LA is going to be like the who's who of Hollywood. And that's going to be more of like just random rich people, celebrities that like you said, don't care about the game. Yeah, like, New York's going to be like producer. New York's going to be celebrities that are like engaged and like actually watching basketball. Yeah. Um, like Ben Stiller and uh, his wife. Yeah, I'd probably say the Garden just because that's a more prestigious arena. Yeah, that's um, what I probably want to be. And plus, also, man, like if the Knicks win the championship, like that city's gonna burn to the ground. Oh, it doesn't stand a chance. Did you, see playing, them? Did you see them after the other night when they oh, yeah. won? They were playing fake pickup basketball out in the street. Yeah, they had a goal on a bus and they were out there playing one on one. And did the, the dude from uh the side talk, he he made another appearance and did the uh hey KG what you what you gave to the Knicks. Fuck your life, bing bong. Dude, that's like one of the best. That's like one of the best social media accounts of all time. When the God, dude, it'd, uh, it'd, it'd when be so awesome to have a basketball team to like one game to the playoffs. God, it'd be awesome. 
Fuck. That one guy, that one guy that's like the SoundCloud rapper that's doing all the Coney Island videos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like the dude, the construction worker's got the hard hat with the two pit bull puppies. If you the see guy, these dogs, if you see these dogs in your front yard, just know I'm going hard upstairs. Bing bong. <laughs> And then, is there a guy like skiing in the street or something? Yeah, he's got one ski on. <laughs> oh, then the dude's like, hey, yo, Ariana Grande, I miss you. Come to Coney Island, ride the cyclone with me. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, look, like, like politicians are hate on like New York City and like you watch videos like that and you're like, how the hey. hell do you hate on this place, man? Greatest city in the world, baby. <laughs> Uh, oh, see, we just lost, we just lost the listener because you said that. Eh, well, Melly's not going to listen anymore. Price is doing business. Um, I've been wanting to talk about this one. I've saved it for Joe. Um, what's like the best like teacher in the wilds uh, scenario you've ever had? <laughs> like, have you ever seen like a elementary school or like high school teacher in the wild? I was discussing this with Amanda because she's a teacher. And I was like, is that as awkward for the teacher as it is for like the student? <laughs> and like, I think for the teachers, it's it's not awkward. It's just like awkward when the kid like panics. Like if it's like a young kid, like the kid will like go into panic mode about it. But um the Mexican restaurant that used to be in the cotton gin York, what was it called? Uh Going blank. Olive Branch Day, Mexico. I have no idea. God, good Lord. Well, one time, I can't remember what her name was. There's a high school teacher, and she was so drunk. That's what I was going to bring like, up. I was going to bring this up. In the yes. bathroom. Like, the door was just open, right? Oh, yeah. I remember that. The door was just wide open. And but she that's the just... thing about Olive Branch. You can go to any Mexican restaurant, and you will see an old teacher there. Just fucking just shit. Absolutely fucking shit out. I know exactly who it was, too, and I'll text you afterwards. <laughs> What does it start with? Say um, it now. Who cares? I want to dox them. Uh, <laughs> um, she had she had two kids uh, named named Hunter and Fisher. Yep, 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 yep. You're right. Who was who was it? But just absolutely trash housed. Oh, bathroom God. door wide open. Oh yeah. Just I mean, just a just a filthy mess, and it's like. She was still a teacher at the time. It's like, oh, yeah. what are you doing? That's the thing. I was like, you see, and then that, like, I've been around teachers too, that like you're 21. They were your teacher. Now you see them out in public and they're like a little, they get drunk as fuck. And then they get like a little too handsy. Oh, like, oh. but you're also sitting there like, it's still weird to you at the point, at that point. Who was, who was getting handsy with you? It was, it was, it was principal. Owen. He got handsy with me too. All the time. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. They're, they're always just very like it's, it's like it's like they were in high school and they couldn't touch you, but they can touch you now. <laughs> That's weird. Oh boy. Yeah. Wait, have we stumbled upon like maybe like maybe like a, a thing here? Like York, do you want to discuss this? Like, were you? Did something happen? No. no. Nothing I'm ready to talk about. As he as he looked longingly to the side, <laughs> away from the TV, as he averts his eyes from disaster. I would never. This is so stupid. Just throw the remote. Just throw the remote right through the television. 
what does it matter anymore? Like I haven't bought tickets for Wednesday yet, and I'm going. I was going to, but like, why would I do that? Why, you, why would you put yourself there? Like, they, if they lose this game, no, like no one's gonna be, no one's gonna be energetic on Wednesday. Well, Taylor Jenkins is gonna get fired. So, or as uh, whoever's doing this game, because I have it on mute, they're they're calling him Tyler Jenkins over and over. Oh God. <laughs> um, what was your teacher in the wild, Zach? Anything like a teacher throwing up and shitting all over herself at a Mexican restaurant? Uh, no. <laughs> nope. But I, she wasn't a teacher, but I know someone that did that at a bar in Cooper Young. Uh, York knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> Bully. Uh, I've had a couple like on Bill Street where it was like right as I got into college and I was like, oh, I know that's a teacher, but like they don't know that I know that they're a teacher <laughs> and it was pretty strange. Um, saw a couple at Rayford's here and there. Oh, that'd be shocking. And, um, the it was twice the two times they were in a booth by themselves with a 40 just in like they were like inter, like just interstellaring themselves like they were not there um, that wasn't a teacher that was me <laughs> like they were they were just like on the white couch you know right by the bar yeah no one's with them and they're just like holding the 40 just like like, put that put that foot on the ground to keep the world from spinning. Yeah. Like, hey, you know where the bathroom is? Yeah, it's the same place it's been for the last 10 years. Stop talking to me. Um Yeah, and then I I had a um the the last teacher in the wild that I'll that I'll share. I had a teacher from elementary school that I never get on Facebook. I and we could talk about this because Joe, you'll probably want to talk about this. Uh, the only times I use Facebook are for work because Facebook is instrumental for reach, for impressions and social media clicks and all that stuff for work. So yeah. we post our articles on our Facebook page. I use it for that and I use it for selling cars on Marketplace because <laughs> I am now two for two. Um, but I checked, I had like, you know, 40 something messages on Facebook messenger and it's all mostly spam stuff, but I had a voicemail from a teacher, like a voice message. And it was an elementary school teacher. Like basically it was like an MSM type deal where it was like, Hey, I would love for you to join the zoom call that we're going to do. And we're wanting to be very, um, balanced and diverse with our demographics. And I want to hear your opinion. It was this long and, and like, it was from like two months ago and I like just saw it and I was like, Oh, like, well, didn't see this in a timely fashion. So sorry. I didn't join your zoom, but, um, that was technically in the wild, but yeah, most of my teachers in the wild are like at a bar where yeah. it's like, yeah, I'm not going to talk to you. Like not in a, no chance in the world I'm going to go talk to you, but it's like, I see you and you're over there just, just getting wrecked. Yeah. You give like the, you give the, the nod down acknowledgement. Cause if you nod down, that's, you know, them, if you nod up, you don't know them. Right. 
Like the that's nod, the, the nod up is typically followed by like the dap or the handshake or the like, Hey, I'll come over there and like, say, Hey, like, yeah. no, nah, if you, if you do the, like, just the, like, yeah, you like do the, like the, the white guy, like purse your lips. I was going to say, what's the opposite of pursing your lips? You're like, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, so CarMax jerked us around gay i so i got two online appraisals we had one and then had some stuff going on so i had to like skip it so the first appraisal this is a 2011 honda crv like 100 close to like 130,000 miles but like still running like a dream perfect condition and i got first appraisal 6500 i was like Cool. I'm, I'm down with that. So then had some shit going on. Didn't go. I was like, all right, it's cool. The appraisal online takes like two minutes. Yeah. I was like, all right, I'll do it again. When we get back to town, did it again. The appraisal was like a thousand dollars less. I was like, okay, well, what, what changed in a week and a half? Used car market, man. So it's a bear right now. Yeah. So I was like, all right, whatever. Let's just get rid of this thing. So then like we had an issue with like, the the bank like we we paid this thing off like seven or eight years ago and then like the lien holder was still showing that it was the bank which it wasn't and so we had all the paperwork and they're like well we still can't do it so then we left and so my wife was like all right we'll figure this out we'll we'll try again next week this is on like a friday my my wife who i love dearly and so I was like, all right, well, in the meantime, I want to take some pictures and just put this thing on Facebook. Cause the last time we sold a car on Facebook, we did it in like 30 hours. Quick. Yeah, it's quick. And so I was like, I'm just putting it on there for eight grand. See what we get. And so you get a ton of spam messages on Facebook, but then dude, quick sold it to this lovely couple and uh, got that done today. So there you go. Two for two on selling vehicles on Facebook. It is that's the oh, one thing that's got hurt again. Oh my god! Shout out, uh, shout out, Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> yeah, good job, buddy. So yeah, so that was good. Um, I feel like I was going to say something else. Did I? Anyway, yeah, Facebook's good for one thing. That's selling cars. I have Facebook, um, but I have no, I have a bunch of friend requests. Michael sent me a friend request yesterday. I have a talk friend request, your, your brother. <laughs> oh. And um, I just have it because I follow my kids' schools. Yeah. Just to see the news and stuff like that. But got to hear, bitch. Um, yeah, that's the only reason I have it for. But I have a whole bunch of friend requests that like, I just leave it. I don't even deny them. I just leave them in there. In the I have it for birthdays. See, that's what I miss it. That's what we're and then I still I still forget to mention the birthday to the person. So it really is just completely useless for me. Remember when I was on Facebook and like I was so jacked up about birthdays? I was like, Joe, I'm gonna get so many. You would you would scoreboard with people with your birthday mentions. You'd be like, <laughs> I got 167 birthday uh-huh. mentions. You got 40. You must not have any friends. And, and it's like one, every time someone like you hadn't talked to a long time, I was like, Hey, birthday. I'm like, Oh yeah, she's ready. <laughs> Sheesh. York. 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 That chick who wished you happy birthday that you hadn't seen in seven years. How about the old lady yesterday that coughed so bad that she pissed on herself? Oh my god, yeah, lady pissed herself at the alehouse. That was <laughs> she kept coughing. I just finally I was like, 
Oh, is she okay? She just wouldn't stop coughing. All of a sudden, she How do you know she pissed herself? Because when she, she walked away from us, walked to the back of her pants. So he goes, look, look. And the whole back of her pants was just soaking wet. Mm. <laughs> we were like, leaked everywhere. <laughs> it's not funny, but oh my God. Oh, it's pretty funny, actually. It was pretty funny. <laughs> Couldn't handle the alehouse. What a weekend. Great weekend for you this weekend. I had a, I had a great weekend. You really did. Grizzlies suck, but you know. Hey, you know, you can, hey, you know we, what? Uh, coming, coming, look, let me explain to you something as a Browns fan. Okay. You just got to enjoy the ride, buddy. You got to enjoy the ride. You get the ups and the downs. You know what else has ups and downs? A roller coaster. Mm-hmm. You enjoy roller coasters? Yeah, you do. Ebbs and flows. Bobs and weaves. Yeah, you had a good weekend. You went to Lululemon. I did. Yeah. Got some nice pants. Or it shouldn't have, but I did. Yeah, you know, who cares? The shirt, shirt's uh, Lululemon. shout out. Got me a hat. New sponsor. Your shoes got a one hat you got on. Yeah. Howard Eli. Doesn't even know his Yeah. Brother. Shout the the homie. You got those shorts, Andy? I can get them. Wow. I'll get them when I get um, my tools for our unboxing. Oh, oh yeah, I got those. one. All right, before that, uh, so here, why don't you go grab that, and I'll get Joe to talk his uh, screen time. Oh, yeah, I got mine up here, too. Real quick, mine's seven hours, 27 minutes, daily average. Jesus. Last week, I ended at seven hours and 20 minutes. 48 hours That's of texting. problematic. But Joe saw how much I was on my phone yesterday. I couldn't help it. Like, it's just, it's out of control. The amount that you text message people is stupid. So going going back on as far as I can go, so it looks like April 2nd through the 9th, I kind of float around like four hours and 20 minutes on average. Mm-hmm. So like 418, 423, 4, I mean, 420. <laughs> uh, and then yeah. this this week it's been four hours and two minutes daily average. Oh, same. Today so, was four hours, two minutes. Yeah. My so daily I mean, average like, daily average for the week is just under four hours. Yeah. So I mean it's kind of floating down there. But so so my total screen time is what York does in a day. Well, and that's like most of mine is like Twitter, typically. Yeah. York's is super weird. I know he probably explained it to you, but I mean his is literally like seven hours and like 80% of it is text messaging. It is insane. I've, I've never, I don't think I've ever paid attention as, as long as I've known, I've never paid attention to how much you text. But like when he mentioned it to me and then I paid attention, it's insane the amount that he has to text. Like absolutely insane. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a, that's crazy. That's, it's so many text messages. I mean, I feel like if, if like a, uh, I guess like a psychologist or somebody, if somebody saw that you were on your phone on average for like seven or eight hours a day, they would like, there would be intervention. Like there would be a, like a talking to. Oh, hey, York, how's it going? <laughs> is that what this is? Look, we want but you to I know leave it up. care about you. If I just leave it up, that's different. It's not like I'm, you know, actively... You know, 
Do you not have how long does your phone stay on when you're not touching it? Oh, I don't. I took that off. I can't stand it. <laughs> Wait, so your phone just stays on? Well, let's not turn it off. It's not going to dim out, and then I can't stand that. <laughs> you're like Ryan Howard. Every sir, you can't have your phone. This is trivia. I, I, is... I. I I can't not have my phone. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> that is that is one of the most psychotic things I've ever heard. You disabled the auto turn off on your phone. Yeah. Whoa. That's going to get on my nerves. I don't think I've ever been a person that's done that. Because mine is you're loading something and it, it, it blacks out. It stops. Mine is the quickest it can be. Mine goes off after. Let's see. One, two, three. Four. It's not seconds, Joe. It's going to be at least two minutes. No, it's all. Oh, well, that's crazy. Or it's probably on now because I flipped through. It's not even on. My phone didn't even do it. It didn't even want to work. It's so greasy. My phone's not greasy. Yes, it is. Look at it. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, that's grease. It's like a trailer park boy. Yeah, look, there's the kiddo. Yay. Touchdown. Touchdown. That's the uh, that's the uh, sign language for all done. Watching uh, watching Deshaun Watson sling it around. Oh God, York, what are we unboxing today? I couldn't don't tell. Raise, oh, don't raise him on that. But oh, those are shorts. Tag. Yeah, she's not a one. Full mesh. Hell yeah! Check that shit out. <laughs> this so, is so rowdy. The thing is, they've got um, got that there. Then you got the back skyline here, but the. Uh, like, here's the thing. I'm going to say this, and it's going to make York mad, but I'm not saying it in a bad way. But it reminds me of, like, the pictures in my mom's, like, mom and dad's, like, living room. You know, like, those, like those pictures? It reminds me of awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not saying they're bad. I'm just saying that's what it reminds me of. So, they have, the, so this, uh, is, this is daytime. They've got it nighttime with, like, fucking lightning and shit. Awesome. Why didn't you get those? It's, these, are, these are more summertime. These are more fun to me. They're Memphis. Memphis always, rains. <laughs> Memphis always rains and stuff like that. So it's, I don't want to be reminded of that shit. I want to picture it being happy, Memphis. But go out downtown while it's raining. That'd be a good name for like a minor league football team, the Memphis Rains. That was Nicolas Cage's name in Gone in 60 Seconds. Oh, sorry. Did you not know that? No. Jeez. I thought we've established on here like the not a movie watch, guy. The only movies I watch are The Bridge Over the River Kwai and uh, <laughs> Catch Me If You Can. That's all I watch. <laughs> Catch Me If You Can. It's a good comfort movie for me. I love it. Yeah, shout out to uh, shout out to my brother and choose nine one. If you want those yeah. badass shorts, hit them up. Like Tupac. Hit them up. Hit them up. All right. All right what's we, the uh, what are we Unboxing your. Let's just give it twenty seconds. There's twenty seconds left to have. So let's just gotta run this thing. <laughs> I tell you what, I might, I might fall asleep in the next twenty seconds. No, you're not. Joe, while seconds. he's while he's asleep. stalling, did you watch any of the boxing match on Saturday? <laughs> no, I just kept up with it on my on my phone. I mean, shout out Baltimore, Baltimore's finest. But uh, um, bang, yeah, Dude, I just kept up with it on my back phone. Back in with them too, ho. It was wild. So Ryan Garcia. So so just for the folks at home. Javante uh, Davis, Ryan Garcia. Uh, Ryan Garcia got popped in the second round, fell down, got up, like perfectly fine, shook it off. I was surprised, like because Tank got him with a, I believe a left hook, because Garcia was was kind of throwing some 
some haymakers and got caught and he got up. The fight was good. Like, I am very curious to see if they try to do kind of a trilogy type deal. But yeah, it was crazy. Like, I was with a bunch of people that don't watch a lot of boxing and having to explain, like, how bad that hurts to take a shot in the liver like that. Good Lord. That would and how your, how your body just shuts down. Like, cause, cause he literally got, he got hit and then was still standing, still standing, still standing, and then dropped to a knee. And everybody that was there was like, why is he not getting up? And I was like, well, cause it's like the whole side of his body is yeah, killing him right now. In, in shutdown mode right now. Um, yeah, yeah I, mean, a, we, I mean, it was a good fight. Yeah. I mean, and that was kind of the thing going into it. I know my, um, uh, Daniel asked me, he was like, should I order that fight? Like, do you think it'll be? And I was like, man, I go, I would love to tell you that, like, I think that fight's going to be one to get hundred percent. But I was like, man, I just don't know. I really truthfully don't know. And now I kind of feel bad because it would have been worth watching. But like, yeah, I mean, it was like the first like big fight since what? I mean, I guess. Um, since since the Paul fights, man, what are you talking about? Uh, uh, yeah, well, who? Um, Mayweather Pacquiao, my guy, uh, McGregor Pacquiao, Caleb Plant. What's my nuts? my dude? Um, he just fought Benavidez, David Benavidez, yeah. Benavidez. That was probably the last big one, and that was re- that was in March. Yeah. Before that, though. I mean, what? I mean, maybe Canelo, Caleb Plant. Then before that, it was. Mayweather. I was going to say, yeah. I mean, the Canelo fight's always going to be a big fight, no matter what. Oh, um, shit. Uh, Ty, uh, Wilder and uh, oh, Wilder Fury. Wilder Fury. That was yeah. a big one. But yeah. so yeah, this was a big fight because like it had been building for years. Um, and look, like we played golf that Saturday morning, and there was some guys there. Like they were talking about, hey, we ordered the fight. Like everybody should come over. And I was like, hey, like, I'll be there. Like, it's, I'll be there to watch. But like, it's, it, you know, where Tank's from, right? Like, it's, it, he's got it tatted on his back. Like, he's from Baltimore. Like, he's going to beat the hell out of this Instagram dude. Um, so the, the funniest thing about that was probably 20, I think it was before he had won anything. It was before he had won the featherweight title. It was before anything on a flight back to Baltimore when I was living in Towson. Uh, he was on Go the Tigers. plane and like he, he had like his his crew with him. They were all like dressed the same and everything I was like, who is this? Who's this guy? Like, what, what the hell's going on? Who's this like, tiny get man? Off, yeah, we like get off the plane and like I Google him once I get cell phone service. I'm like, oh, dude, I'm like this guy's like a boxer. Like he's ranked relatively high. He's like really good. And then I think the next year he won the featherweight belt. For the first, maybe 2016, 2017, and like started like kind of ascending. And I was like, oh shit, like I remember being on a plane with that guy, being like, who the hell is this guy? A little tiny guy. Yeah, I'll you. Quick hands, though. Quick hands. Well, I mean, I feel like he's like the heir apparent to like the Floyd Mayweather style of just like defense, defense, defense. Well, and that's, and that's, punch. that's the thing. Like in theory, like I'm not going to pay $85 to watch his fights because I'm just not going to do it. Now I will say it was it was it got interesting before the kill shot before he hit him in the liver. But like 
because Garcia was was popping him with some jabs because he had the reach and he had the height, and he got him a little out of his game in like the third and fourth round. I can't remember when the the actual blow was that ended it, but like he got him a little out of his you know defense defense and just kind of counterpunch. And I was like, ooh, like this might get interesting because like he could catch him, but he's just well, like, that that, was the, those those types of matches when you is it's like obviously you're not you're not a fighter. Like yeah. you know, yeah, like I'm 35 years old. I'm not fighting anybody. No. But it's like the like the quickness that both of those guys had. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> imagine fighting someone like that in real life and how fast they can punch and how fast they can duck and move like just it's realizing like how bad you fucked up by picking a fight with that person. <laughs> it's why you don't fight random people. No. Somebody on Bourbon Street found out when they ran into fucking Nate Diaz and got choked out. Yeah, that guy that guy apparently is a professional boxer that also makes a living as a Logan Paul impersonator. The dude that he the dude that he out? choked out, yeah. So don't like they put an arrest out. one out for Nate Diaz in New Orleans, and it's like another, like another angle of the video came out. And like this guy was like trying to fight Nate Diaz, and it's like, dude, like come on, man, like you, you, you dug your own grave with that one, brother. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean Nate Diaz was like, leave me alone. I'm looking for meth. Like, leave, stop talking to me. Yeah, don't get between that man and some uh, amphetamines. All right, York, what you got? All right, so. He's so, he's so ready because like the get the half minute good run, and then he's just got this going. He's so amped up, ready <laughs> to go. Got to do one in a long time. I went on. The he's like, quit talking about boxing, streak, and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Hey, real quick, uh, no free ads, but uh, this Wild Basin Seltzer, not bad, not bad. So Oscar good. Blues is who cans it. Not bad. The first ones I got today that I had to go get different ones because I've got them. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad at all. Um, I got these Vizzies, but I didn't know they were a course situation. So I won't, you know, I put it, I took them back. So I went and got something else. He's already on his way. Um, you're about to get. You're about to get guys. You're about to take a. You're about to just, take a liver punch. Did you see the door get kicked open? Did you say fucking course? My God, is it? that's Aaron Azur Bush's music. <laughs> so glass uh, shatters. <laughs> Shatter. All right. Holy. <laughs> so this is a shout out to you, Zach. I think you recommended these. Now the the. Thing is, with yeah, you don't want to. Uh, I don't want to get something I've already had because I want it to be organic and I want to see, see like how I think they taste. Yeah, so this is press premium alcohol seltzer. We've got you want to be organic, box. literally and figuratively. Uh, yeah, um, but the thing is, the box is fucking nice, it's like a matte, black it's a very box. nice box. Yeah, it's like that's good paper, right? Like, you don't even want to like paper, it's got these holes paper. in it. Like you don't even want to like rip it up. Does it have like the uh does it have like the film on it when you rub it? Okay. Good lord. Oh my I feel god. Bad about, I feel bad about it, but that's just how you have to do it. You have to. All right, so first we're gonna go with are these are these cold or are you oh, drinking yeah, these cold. room temperature? Cold. Is that a big can or your hands just really small? It's it's a it's a humongous fucking can, dude. It's like one of those Foster's cans. That's how fucking big they are. Wait, hold the can up again. Let me see. 
All right. All right. So we got grapefruit, cardamom, cardamom. Who's mom? Cardamom. Someone's mom. <laughs> the face. Every time. That's grapefruit. It's a smoother grapefruit than the rest of them. I didn't hate that one. It's like a. You know, grapefruit can be like sour. This one isn't sour. It's like a, it's a fucking, you know, Joseph. <laughs> it's not going to be natural for them. Um, this is pomegranate cleed. I've never, pomegranate ginger is what it says. So we'll give this one. They got the. the uh, wait, pom- wait, wait. Did you say pomegranate ginger? Yeah. That's actually kind of intriguing. It's actually got the. Uh, that's a gold, gold, gold cap there. I like that has a gold cap. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you just like let the drink breathe a little bit in your mouth? You know what it tastes like? What does it taste like? It tastes like you had Sprite that set out for a long time, but then got cold again. Kind of lost its carbonation a little bit and its flavor. <laughs> That's what it kind of tastes like. It's not very appetizing. But I mean, it's good. I mean, it's, I mean, it's what it reminds me. It's, it's, my honest opinion is honest. You make the, every time you do the unboxing, when you take the like second or third swig, it always looks like you, the face you make, it always looks like you're going to go, oh, God. <laughs> No, not yet. We had, I think like I haven't had that yet. I think the worst ones were the uh, what were the last ones I did. Uh, shit, I don't even remember. Uh, they were neutrals, weren't they? No. Either way, this one is blackberry hibiscus. I have a good feeling. Oh, uh, that's these, the, that's the goat. These these flavors. I mean, good lord, it's like you're at a speakeasy you should, or something. You should feel the box. It's a black box with like gold print and white print. It's very it's very. Yes, this is it's, it's By the way, you are, I give it, let me give you a shout out here. You you look like an influencer right now. You got your backwards hat on. The t shirt. I'm just realizing looks phenomenal on you. Hey. Pocket. The pocket. I'm just realizing everything. Really did. Is that a pocket tea? Yeah, man. It's Lululemon. That's not a big deal. Uh, blackberry hibiscus. <laughs> oh, so he's taking that one now a little bit. There we go. Uh huh. Yep. There's the face. Bite into it a little bit. Chew it a little bit. How's the mouth feel? What's the viscosity on that? What's the what's the term for a sommelier for seltzers? York needs to start that school. Um, It also tastes like soap. What? It tastes like you're eating fucking soap. Damn it! What are you high? No, I'm not high. Like I wanted to like that one. That one's that was the best one. When you said it tastes like green soap, are you saying it tastes like Irish Spring? It's Irish Spring or Zest, one of the two. I don't know. Dial. I wanted to like that one. All right. Uh, oh, the last one. That's the one when I buy a case, I hide them all because I want to drink those. All right. This one is <laughs> lime lemongrass. 
very healthy. Oh, very shout healthy. out, shout out to the to the gang on uh on over in Cooper Young. Is that now a defunct place? What Sweetgrass or whatever? Is Sweetgrass still there? No, Sweetgrass and oh. Next Door both shut down. Next oh, yeah, that's door. That's what the thing down. is now. What what is it now? It's nothing. The last time I went past, there was nothing in there. Like a kitty shop or something? Like a like a no. The cat the cat place has always been there. All right. Also, muse. Yeah. Got some mouse. Um. Only four percent alcohol content. It's not you know not, not overwhelming, but it is like very smooth. It's, I mean, you drink it like I drink it. It wasn't smooth, but anyway, lemon lemon lime lemongrass lim, lime lemongrass. Oh God. Please throw up. This next, I really want to try this one now just to see. Like it's like when you're a kid, you're like, smell this. I just want to taste this right now. Uh, oh, this tastes like shit. Here, try it. Oh, heck yeah, dude. Ringing endorsement. You're this, you okay. This one's not good. It tastes like. What? Wait, which? What, what are you doing, folks? He's gone back to the can of some sort. Back to the well. Oh, he's he's double fisting right now. If you if you're not it watching tastes, live on uh, YouTube, it tastes like oddly similar to the. Ginger. Are you sure they're not the same thing? Hundred percent. Did you did you double up and get the wrong can? No, no, no. I'm looking. I got all the labels facing me right now. Is that all of them? That's all I think. I think it's four flavors. Okay. Well, I mean, what, what's the rating situation here? I mean, I'll, I'll yeah, be honest. Uh, with you, you did not look like you liked any of those. So number one, grapefruit cardamom. Beautiful can, by the way. Oh yeah, I think this is. I feel like, like you said, I feel like you feel you feel like a fancy boy when you're drinking. Like a fancy boy, like a fancy boy. So I got that one. Berries and cream. Berries and cream. I'm in the the best commercial. (laughs) God damn it! (laughs) The worst. Pardon me, sir. Did you did you just what flavors of Starbucks did you just say? (laughs) Berries. Berries and what else? Cream. Oh, <laughs> awesome! Stop. Anyway, Stop. so then um, I think the next one's going to have to be no free ads. Pomegranate <laughs> ginger is the best. One. Next one, then. He's going back. No, that's the that's the soap. Then uh, lime lemongrass. Then blueberry. Blueberry. Blackberry hibiscus, aka Irish Spring. Yeah, brought to you by Irish Spring. Gotcha. It does. It just feels like I got a thing of soap. I just go. Yeah. Yeah. I just. God, that felt good to do that again. I want you to do one of these and enjoy everything because I feel I feel bad putting you through it. To be honest with you, I need recommendations on which ones to do. I don't want to do. I don't want to pick these anymore. I think he. I think he I likes to go try doing to, it. Oh, I do like doing. 
He likes the punishment. Yes. Oh, oh. Hello. Mm. Mm. That's the beer mm. guy. I mean, I'm not, not going to shame you for what you like. It's up to you, man. Um. Yeah, I mean, not bad. Oh, I mean, not great though. Like you wouldn't spend. Okay, so so what'd you spend on the seventeen dollars? Is what is the actual value of that pack? Like, was it worth seventeen, or would you say, man, you know, if I could buy this for ten, I'd buy it for ten? Oh yeah, I think it's seven. I think it's worth seventeen for a ton of reasons. Gotcha, gotcha. Honestly, you wouldn't put you wouldn't put a koozie in this because you wouldn't want to. The label's impressive. So is it is it more of a status symbol then? Are you showing that you're drinking press? You get that, and then someone says, "Holy shit, what is that? Where did you get that?" And you go, "Don't." You're trying to impress by drinking press. The hmm. opposite, right? Mm. Yeah, the hundred percent right. Look, look, I haven't slept in like four days, but let me tell you guys, still. Also, you said your baby was four days old. Maybe it was born on fucking Tuesday last week. Today's Monday. Whatever. I don't. Time's just whatever. <laughs> Stop wearing a watch when I came out here. It's a flat circle. See a watch on this wrist anymore? <laughs> you just see a tan line, baby. I don't oh, wear a watch anymore, man. <laughs> my phone's got a clock on it. So. <laughs> Is something happening like, in this game? I hear my mom. Yeah, hey, I like you, man. There was uh, yeah, they're down four. Oh, you can't do that, you cheater. All right, what's next, buddy? All right, so let's get into it. So we've had... Uh... Welcome back, Unboxing. God damn it. I will, I will say this. I, I did back. call me and I would try to be through by like 10.30 today. So we this are back. My last, my last uh, docket item, probably. I think we ended... Oh. We were talking about Teachers in the Wild. Um, All right, so... I think we do our... our TV mom draft. Yeah, that's what we got to do. Okay. Popular demand. Nail this. What? what, So how how are y'all looking at this? Are we looking at it as like people we would like to have as our mother? Is York just going to pick everybody Uh, from Desperate Housewives? Like, what are we doing here? I would say. I got to rethink my entire big board. That's why I just, that's why I was bringing this out. Yeah. Now I'm here throwing me out. I think you, I think you use your own judgment here. Yeah. Like whatever you think fits the mold of a good TV ah. mom. <laughs> Stop drinking them. Well, I mean, they're open now. That well, I just wanting to do these. Good we, point. From now on, unboxings have to happen with me and Joe in the same place. I can't do this by myself. I'm by myself uh, at work all week. Well, next week we might do a uh, an in-person episode. Uh, yeah, we're going to have to. You know why? Why? We're going to be over a thousand. Apparently, they don't open until like 6 p.m. most days, apparently. So. We're going to what? Oh, good. We, don't, we don't record till 11.30 p.m. anyway. What did you say? We're going to be where? We'll be over a thousand. Oh, oh. Live show. Um, all right. I've got, so. I've got two. I've got two moms. All right. Well, hold on. I'm thinking of them ahead, but I'm, I'm going to struggle on this one, guys. I really am. I feel like this is going to be like the the Browns draft when they took Courtney Brown for the first pick. <laughs> I feel like York's been preparing for this. Oh, this is my favorite one we've ever done. All right, uh, Terry so... Hatcher. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you also York... know that she's on Dexter Housewives. Right. York is going to go first alphabetical order. So let's let's kick it off. So so like like Joe said, are we doing like your best 
This is this is use your own discretion. Okay, you you have to explain why you picked the person though. Okay. I hate having a first pick every time. Um, first pick, Thelma Harper, played by Vicki Lawrence, Mama's Family. Wow. That what? show was fucking awesome. What a the way. The son that lives in there, he walks in and he goes, Ooh. And she was, and then she was played by someone very young. It's very impressive. Wait, was she really played by someone very young? Oh yeah, Vicky Lawrence was young when she played that. Really? And I, I, and I actually, well. also, it was a spinoff off of a different show. That that was just a bit, but then they ended up making it into a whole thing. That was really, really successful. Yeah, I remember what it was, but it was. How can you learn something? Shout new? out, shout out, Carol Burnett. Learn something new every day. Yeah, it was Carol Burnett show. All right, Joe, what you got? Uh, my first pick, and I, I think just the consummate mother, just having to deal with you know, multiple, just really when you think of it, disgusting people, just making her life harder every day. You just, uh, God bless her. God, bless. It's got to be the one, the only, the great Marge Simpson. I knew that. I knew you were going to go with that. I did too. I thought I'd do that. Marge Simpson. All right. Um, I know who you're going with that. Oh, do you? Mm-hmm. I don't you think you do. You I do too. Agree. I do too. All right. Okay. Since you're so confident. Uh-uh, no, I, then I might give mine away. Uh-uh. Okay. All right. Ooh, ooh. I don't think this is who you think I'm going. I'm going with this is hardcore. 80s baby 90s sitcom mom here i actually when i when we put this on the docket i was like i know that this is my first round pick is it the first person that came to your head it is i'm going with margaret peggy bundy yeah katie seagal that's a good one i mean the the married with children is what came on like right at 10 o'clock when like it's supposed to be lights out for kids. Um how great was that show though? He's a he's a, a high school football legend scored six touchdowns in one game. <laughs> Works at a like a record so shoe store. <laughs> no, that that was when a man could support a family by selling women's shoes. Women's shoes. Women's shoes. Yeah, women's shoes. Uh d- yeah. Katie Seagal just absolutely slayed that role. She was so good. Like the hair. Uh, yeah. Just all the one-liners, just taking constant digs at her husband. He's horny all the time, and Alan just not have it. It was a punishment to him. To He's just a, ty- just a tired man. <laughs> Wearing the leopard pants and shit. <laughs> Got the bouffant hair. Like, yeah, just amazing. Oh, God. Jaws going back to the locker room. Got to do it without him. All right. Second round, who you got, York? The one and only... Lucille Bluth. Ah, yeah, that's who I thought you were going to pick. Damn it. Jessica Walter. Rest oh. in peace. But, oh, man. So good. The absolute best. Always there for her children or making her children be there for her. The second man. best Lucille on that show. Vertigo. <laughs> <laughs> 
mean, it's like, God dang, that was that's a that's a tough one to take right there, man. That's a good pick. That is a tough one to take. Shit. I think mm. she's not like my favorite one. Joe, what's up? Who you got? Well, I had to I had to switch. I thought I could get her at two, maybe. So I'm having to decide whether to bump three to two and figure out something else or do something different here. It's the risk you run. I'm gonna run, I'm gonna bump my three to two, and then I'm gonna have to think for a second. But just I think just a hilarious person that just signifies the mother of this character, I think perfectly. And that would be one Mrs. Estelle Costanza. God. I had to do it. He took that. You could have gotten it. I apologize. I apologize. I respect that pick so much. But I mean, just, I mean, that is what George's mother would be like 100%. It just fits perfectly. They're in the hospital. (laughs) When when they're doing the sponge bath. George. Not now, mom. I'm not just leave. Just leave. I'm hungry. (laughs) I can't eat the hospital food. (laughs) Um, All right. I'm going a little more recent, but my God, just absolutely killed the role. Like it was hard to pick like a, like a standout performance from the show because everybody was just phenomenal. But my God, if Catherine O'Hara didn't try in Schitt's Creek, Moira, Moira just Rose. unbelievable. Yeah. The baby. The, baby. the, matri- the, the baby. matriarch of the Rose family just, just so what she's what she's doing the when they're doing the the she's put together a production and like it's like the bat. So what was it? The crow or some shit like that? The crow, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Just like I, I don't know. Yeah, there's nothing else to say. If you've seen Shits Creek, you know the deal. Like she's just incredible. Um, also, I mean, just a bonus. Like she was a, a terrible mom in Home Alone, <laughs> but still played the role great. Um, yeah, Moira Rose is just Moira incredible. All right, last round. I'm kind of pumped. I think I just I just thought of my third one. I'm, I'm pretty pumped about this. One. I'm pretty pumped about round three. It's a good value pick, I think. So okay, it's my last pick. So I gotta you know gotta make it count. Um, this mother is a mother who do anything for her children. Very family oriented. Not very close to her brother, but she does love one of her brothers and just absolutely loves her children. She's destroyed. When things happen to her children, um, Cersei Lannister. Yeah. Yeah. It's, now, when she died, though, that's the, that's the part of like you're being. Yeah. It, oh, yeah. But. <laughs> That's that's the like this kind of mother. Your son is your kid is such a piece of shit that you still like. You still love that kid. Yeah. Also a product of incest. I mean, should she love that kid though? Like that's should she? I mean, no. 
but push him out the window. Not not Lena Haiti. She like that's like the thing with like actors where I have to remind myself when you hate that character and you're like, that's just you can't let let it carry over to that's just them being a good actor. Yeah, like that's just. Like there's so many. I mean, dude, Succession. Like the actors on that show are just so good at just making you hate them. Last night's episode was awesome. Oh, dude, that was awesome. I haven't watched it this season yet. I've just been saving them up. That's what we're doing with Ted Lasso. See, I've, I've been watching Ted Lasso piece by piece. I'm I'm See, saving I it so we can watch that uh, Wrexham. Dude, yeah, they, oh they yeah, never got, watched uh, it. Like I never, like that was awesome. Won the league. Oh, it's, it's it's really good. Got promoted. Yeah, really good. Got promoted. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm, they're going to the EFL too now. Dude, yeah, they're um. Gonna run you out of the fucking gym. <laughs> All right, Joe, who you got? So, you know, unceremoniously, I had to make some changes here, but that's what a good GM does. A good GM is able to adjust on the fly adjust and make changes. Process. That's what Kevin Costner would do. <laughs> Yeah, that's who I learned from most of this time. Yeah, I never, people hate that movie. Fuck that, dude. That movie wasn't bad. It really wasn't bad. Arian Foster. But you know, I thought about it and I said, you know, who's who's a mom that maybe we went on the entire journey, you know, from the beginning to the end. You know, we we saw everything, the ups and the downs, the good, the good and the bad. I think there was some bad near the end, and, and we all got a little angry for a second, definitely. But it turned out to be okay. And uh, that would be one Pam Beasley. God. Yeah, Pam Beasley, mom. What a point. Don't even think about it. In the third round. Yeah. And we saw it from the beginning. I mean, we saw the whole thing. You know, we saw her really become. I, I can't really. Whore. We thought so. Okay. Cool it. Emotional cheating, maybe. Not physical, though. I get, I get mad when people try to like shit talk the show because they say that, well, they just made it too much about Pam and, and, uh, and Jim, like, okay, well, like at some point you had to pick some characters to latch onto for a storyline. When the show ended with two other people getting married, like it wasn't yeah. just about Pam and Jim. Cause like, yeah, you can't, it, the mockumentary can only go so far. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's a great pick. And I do think like, yeah, there was some, there was some questionable, Decisions. Decisions, yeah. But, like, they, you know, they redeemed themselves. And, they, you know, I feel like they humanized the characters pretty well. And that that was my thing. I feel like it was a good – it wasn't just always a fairy tale. It was, hey, this can be – like, the episode where, you know, people just kind of figure out, like, they're just worn out. They've got, like, two kids. They're worn out. Let's give them a break. You know, there was just it, – it told it in a good way, kind of their journey. Um, man, the I hear my Costanza. mom yelling, "Get the rebound!" <laughs> <laughs> the Estelle Costanza pick is just really cutting deep, but I'm gonna go. Mm, I so I was really close to pulling the trigger on Doris Roberts and Marie Barone. Yeah, it's a good one. I'm gonna go outside the box here, and I'm gonna go for a. Um, I'm gonna go young. I'm looking to build an organization around some elite talent, and I'm gonna go with uh, Claire Dunphy 
for Modern Family. Oh, how about that? Good one. Um, Julie Sarah Bowen. Yeah, I was gonna say Julie Bowen. Obviously, was you know initially got her start. Well, maybe not her start, but like that's like what everybody knows her from is Happy Gilmore. Um, <laughs> Happy Lagoon. Legato. Uh, um I mean, yeah, just like it, it like just like a an actual like relatable mom of like juggling kids and how they grow up to be teenagers, and then you're also juggling your very complicated and demanding and high maintenance extended family. Um honestly, like it's it's a really good show. It is, yeah. Like it, it, it was kind of, um, it kind of went toe to toe, or I guess like around the same time as the "This Is Us" and um, Parenthood. Yeah, but I was always a, was like sneakily pretty good. Yeah, I was always a, likes that one a lot. I was always a huge, huge fan of of Modern Family. I mean, just everybody on that show is so damn funny. Um, but yeah, I mean, like she she kind of was like outside the mold of like the June Cleaver, Carol Brady type where she was yeah. very, you know, Hey, Hey, I'm not just here being the mom. Like I'm going to, I'm going to speak my mind. I'm going to be opinionated. I'm going to put my foot down. Um, so yeah, like working, working mom, you know, house full of kids that are growing up and, and being teenagers and all that. I dumbass husband. Like, <laughs> Phil, it was like, it was like the perfect, he was like the juggling character. the perfect juggling of like real mom, you know, real life stuff, but also yeah. like a lot of comedy in there. Um, I can't so yeah. see her without being in a white lace boussier carrying two pictures of beer. <laughs> isn't it, isn't it uh, the grandma in the Gene Simmons mask? The <laughs> yeah. And the, uh, and the little person the on the tricycle <laughs> little junior is doing the, <laughs> So we were talking about um, Pam emotionally cheating. Do you remember um, the boom guy, Brian, on Silicon Valley? Yeah. He's the douche. Oh, yeah. Rich guy. Yeah, that's him. Awful, yeah. I just had to look it up and see who it was, like what he was on. A couple uh, honorable mentions before we move to our last topic. Uh, I mean, I was shocked that nobody said Danny Targaryen. I had her on here. It was that or Cersei, who I went with. Amelia Clark, phenomenal. Um, <laughs> this problematic because of the name in the show, but Claire Huxtable was outstanding in the Cosby Show. Uh, and then we got um, Tammy Taylor. Who? Tammy Taylor. Oh, Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights, yeah. Yeah, yeah there's a good one. looks just like the teacher that we were talking about in the bathroom. That's very true, yes. Yeah, <laughs> she does. Um, Honestly, yeah, the first, so- first mom that comes to my mind when I thought about TV moms was um, another Taylor, Jill Taylor. Full time. From- Home Improvement. Home Improvement. Yeah. Oh. I never watched that a ton. I like it. Uh, I I, I love Tim. Tim the Tool Man Walt. Tim the Tool 
Tim the tool man walked so the Punisher could run. (laughs) (laughs) Got to crawl for you, ball. Mm. All right. All right. Last thing on the docket here as we're closing in on the fourth quarter, Grizz are up. What? Five at this point. Um, I got okay. So two for here, Joe. You good? Uh, yes. Okay, quick one, and then we'll go to movie trivia to close it out. Have Have either of you realized? So over the weekend, Oklahoma had their spring game. They they dedicated Kyler Murray's Heisman statue. Did y'all realize that Oklahoma has, I think, seven Heisman winners? Just a ton. Yeah. Uh, so Billy Vessels in 52, Steve Owens in 69. Okay, we don't know those guys. After that, Billy Sims in 78. Then you had Jason White in 2003, which is a crock of shit. Eli Manning should have been in there. Uh, Sam Bradford. Sam Bradford, 08. Baker Mayfield, 2017. And then uh, Kyler Murray, which was... When was that? What year was that? I mean, 19? Yeah, I mean... I had no idea they had that many. It was just you, for, you kind of forget about Bradford. Yeah. I'd for a moment forgotten that Baker Mayfield won it. But I didn't. Which is crazy because he was so good. Well, it, York remembers the night in Neyland, but um yeah, just crazy. I had no idea. All right. Um, so we're gonna do kind of a lightning round here. Um I had a buddy bring this up to me um while we were at this watch party for um the fight and the grizzlies game on saturday so imdb has a top 100 uh fan rated movies so we're not going to do 100 obviously we're going to do the top 10 i want to see how many you guys can name in the top 10 fan rated keep in mind shall sink redemptions on there any genre Yep. Yeah. All right. Shawshank's so, on there, isn't it? So, okay. All right, Joe, chill. Joe's got number got one. This. Shawshank is the number one rated fan movie on IMDb. Got number one, baby. So you got one. I have the app too, Joe. I'm, I don't know how to use my phone. Uh, Your fan rated. Um so they're all still really good popular movies yeah but the fan rated angle is it makes it a little interesting I would say like is Die Hard on there (laughs) I wish no (laughs) Die Hard Uh, is not in the top 100 really well it might have just been like rated really well across the board um damn. There are a couple gimmies. I, I, I feel like there's no way not to overthink this. Yeah, yeah. Um Forrest okay. Gump. Nope. Fuck. Which by the way is a that movie's mid. Are you great? Nuts? Great soundtrack. Not a fan of the movie. <laughs> York's all messed up now. I am messed up. Um, um, where, where art thou? 
No, but that's a fantastic film. Probably in my top five. Green Mile. Mm-mm. Fuck. There are a couple that I feel like y'all need to get. I need like a, I need some kind of <laughs> era. Some kind so of. So there's a there's there there are, there's there are two that are in a series. Um, actually, there's in the top ten there are four that are in a series. So it's like Return, Return of the King, right? Return of the Jedi. No, but Joe's on the right track. Return of the King wasn't on there? Just Is it just the Fellowship of the Rings? That is number 10. Okay. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Return of the King is four. My bad. I was okay, thinking so that, when we did this, I said two towers, and I was like, that's yeah. the best one, and it's not. Return yeah. of the King is four, and Fellowship of the Ring is 10. So you got that's the- one of the only movies I ever cried during was Return of the King. Um, don't that, know that, little, says me, that little giants. Yeah, um, is one of the Harry Potter movies on there? No. Okay. Any Star Wars? By the way, Two Towers is thirteen. Uh, Star Wars. The first Star Wars pops up at eighteen. Empire Strikes Back. New Hopes twenty one. Green Mile is 23. Two. It was 23. Close. Um, I mean, I just I need some Advil, first of all, because I'm kind of carrying the say because I'm getting everything right. But <laughs> Oh, obviously, uh, Kung Pao Enter the Fist. Take a lap. <laughs> Come on, there's um, like there's there's one out here that's just a gimme. Think like what 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 like it's it's it was it was in the 70s but like it's held up oh the godfather there you go that's number two is like the godfather two on there that is number seven okay um there are a couple 90s movies there's a like almost famous there's a two (laughs) that That's a great film. There's a 2000 aughts one on here, and then there's one from the 50s. Casablanca? Nope. Or Citizen Kane, maybe? No, I guess both of those, but no. York, you got to do something here. I I just, I have no idea where to even start. (laughs) Like, Um, the future. All right, here's a couple hints. Yeah, Back to the Future would have been a good guess. It's not on there. There are two Christopher Nolan films on here. Oh, uh, Dark Knight. Kirk. Yep. And Dunkirk. No. Dunkirk. Inception. Um, there you go. Wait, whoa, that was a joke. <laughs> Inception's nine. Dark Knight is three. So you've got <laughs> one, two, joke. three, four... Seven, nine, and ten. We're missing the one from like the fifties for the fifties, right? Yeah, there's a couple nineties. There's one for the like it's a wonderful life on there. No. Hmm. Never seen that, by the way. Because that was one that was panned by like critics, but like people when it mm-hmm. got um it's the copyright right now. 
Thank God he made it. Jesus Christ, that was stupid for me to say. What's the <laughs> What's the second one? Not the one from the fifties, but give us a hint about the other one. Uh, so one is Steven Spielberg, and one is Quentin Tarantino. Uh, Pulp Fiction and ET. Pulp Fiction is eight. ET is incorrect. Damn it! Is it an Indiana should, Jones one? No, it, but, uh, but you should get this one with all of your political rants. Steven Spielberg, political rants. Fuck, why am I going blank? Stars Liam Neeson, Ralph Fiennes, Ben Kingsley, Carol Goodall. Why am I going blank? 1993. Oh, Schindler's List. Yep, shout out to Poland. Jesus. (laughs) So we got one, two, three, four, five... Where'd you get this? Seven, hey, York, thanks for the help eight, on that. Nine and ten. Dude, I, so the, I, I, honestly, I'm trying to figure, like, remember these movies to see if I've seen fucking any of them. <laughs> so you've definitely not seen the last one. That was 1957. Directed by Sidney Lumet. It stars Henry Fonda. And you don't know anybody else. Henry Fonda movie. Sydney I'm going blank. It's set in New York City. It is about a jury that is on a murder trial. Oh, 12 Angry Men. Look at that. Clear the board. Impressive. Nerd. I haven't seen that movie in forever. Uh, just to kind of run through outside the top 10, Fight Club is 11. Really? Yep. That's nuts. Fight Club is awesome. It is awesome. I just feel I'm surprised. David Fincher. Underrated director, by the way. What was the what was um, the author's name? Chuck Palahniuk or whatever that his name. Uh I think that's correct. Forrest Gump was twelve. The good, the bad, and the ugly was fourteen. Goodfellas fifteen. The Matrix sixteen. One flew over the cuckoo's nest seventeen. Empire Strikes Back, 18. Interstellar was 19. Seven was 20. Where did you find this list? Uh, I'll send the link. Okay. I really want to see if I've seen any of these. (laughs) You've seen more than you think. More than you give yourself credit. What about Over Her Dead Body with Eva Longoria? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, That's going to do it. Episode 16 in the books as the Grizz... Up three a minute to go in the third. Oh, this game's over with. Oh, no. Fa- Jesus. Yeah, it is because the fourth quarter. Is that a joke about the Grizzlies being bad in the fourth quarter? Yeah. Okay. Um, why are they showing Austin Reeves after LeBron made a bucket? He didn't do anything. All right, Sick Joe, tend to your baby. All right. I guess. Um, we'll be back Thursday. Thanks to Joe. Shout out to him, the new dad. Ja just uh, embarrassed three people. Dark Knight, uh, Pulp out- Fiction, I've seen those. <laughs> shout out to York, the unboxing. We're back. We're back. Uh, we'll be back later this week. Until then, we out. Yeah.